Hey, coaches. This is Sandy Buadana. Welcome to the I Am Team Beachbody podcast. This month, I'm featuring 30 wonderful coaches and their Beachbody stories. And I'm excited to have somebody on today that I met in Punta Cana, had an incredible conversation with her, and I said, somehow, somewhere, I need to feature you on a wake-up call or now this podcast. So I'd like to introduce everybody to Lauren Anderson. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sandy. Thanks so much for having me. And Lauren, why don't you let everybody know where you live and where you're moving to? Yeah, so I am, I'm currently 28 years old. I live in Tallahassee, Florida. I just finished up my PhD at Florida State University. Yeah, I graduated like two weeks ago, so it's been awesome. Um, But I'm from Chicago, and I'm actually moving to Boston in two weeks. So really excited for this next chapter of my life. Just got a job as an assistant professor and so excited to be able to do that and continue coaching and, yeah. (laughs) So how long have you been coaching? I've been coaching, it'll be, it's two years this month. Yeah. Oh, wow. Coach anniversary. Yeah, so I started during my second year of my doctoral program. Okay, and so you started, did you start as a challenger? Uh, did you come to Beachbody as a challenger and then become a coach, or did you go straight into coaching? How did it work out for so you? I came in as a challenger. I actually have been doing Beachbody program for a long time. Um, I was a college athlete, and so I was a competitive figure skater, and to keep up with, you know, the high demands of competing and being in shape, I did the original P90X all throughout college. And so I have always been a huge Tony Horton fan, a huge Beachbody fan. Um, but then when I had my accident, which I'll talk about in a little bit, I wasn't able to work out or anything. And so once I finally had received permission from the doctors to start working out again, I had ordered another Beachbody program online, a much more low-impact one, and I was super excited to get going with my health and fitness journey again. And so my coach reached out to me, asked me to join a challenge group, I still wasn't able to work out because I was under doctor's orders not to. So I just kind of waited on the sidelines for, I think it was like six months. And then when I finally was plugged into her accountability group, it was just life-changing for me, the community, the support after everything I had just been through. And so actually before my first talent group was even over, she asked me if I'd be interested in coaching, and immediately I said yes because it just had completely changed my life. And mm. I jumped right into coaching and just started sharing my story and sharing what I've been through. And it just really, I think it really inspired others and helped them see that, you know, if I could do this, they could too. And so I've just been really open with my story from day one and just trying to use it to inspire others and help people and show people that they can do anything despite their abilities or disabilities. Well, so let's not get to the end of the call. Let's start from the <laughs> beginning. And, Lauren, I just want to make sure that you have the phone up to your ear because you're cutting in and out a tiny bit. But, Lauren, so when I talked to you and and you shared with me your accident, give me the timeline of, you know, are you in school when the accident happened? Are you, this is before coaching, right? Yeah, this is before coaching. So I had just finished up college at the University of Illinois, and, you know, I was super athletic, in great shape. I was skating, figure skating four hours a day and working out for an extra hour a day doing P90X. And I had my accident that summer that I graduated. So 
I was not coaching, but I was very familiar with Beachbody. And so we were at my parents' lake house in Kentucky. I was supposed to start graduate school for my master's program in the fall, so in August. But my accident happened in June. And do you want me to go into that story? (laughs) Well, you know what? So people can kind of have an idea of what it affected uh, in your life. So, yeah. Yeah, so I was... uh, at the lake with my family and I jumped off of a rope swing, not one of those huge dangerous ones off a cliff, a little tiny one that I had been playing on since I was, you know, 10 years old. And they think I hit a rock or something at the bottom of the lake. And so what happened is it shattered all the bones in my foot and basically exploded my foot from the inside out. And so I was rushed to the hospital. The hospital basically said that they couldn't do anything. And I remember thinking, like, what do you mean you can't do anything? You're a hospital. And so next thing I know, I'm being strapped in a helicopter and airlifted to a better hospital. And, you know, I was just freaking out. And I kept saying, am I going to be able to walk again? Am I going to be able to walk again? Mm -hmm. And the nurses just had a look of terror on their eye. And, you know, I was an athlete. So this was like, what do you mean? I might not be able to walk again. And so hmm. I was rushed into surgery, um, and it turned out that I had a blood infection because it happened in the lake, so bacteria got mm-hmm. in my foot. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know what that meant at the time. I didn't know that blood infections are so fatal, and so many people with blood infections die, and mm-hmm. all of these things. I was just thinking about whether I'd be able to walk and skate yeah. again and work out. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, basically they did like six or seven surgeries at the hospital there trying to clean out my foot. I was there for a couple of weeks, um, you know, on bed rest, wasn't allowed to get up or anything. And finally my mom had me transported to Rush Hospital in Chicago because they have some of the best orthopedic trauma surgeons to see if they could try to repair my foot. And so... Mm -hmm. Um, this is over the course of three years. I had 10 surgeries. I was in the hospital for a long time. Um, you know, I, when I was finally able to go home, my parents hired a home health nurse because I had to be on IV antibiotics for my infection, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so, and Lauren, you know, was, Lauren, so your foot was saved, but you still needed surgeries and physical therapy and you couldn't go to yeah. graduate school. Well, so here's the thing. So my parents are just the most amazing people in my life. Um, So I actually was able to Skype in to graduate school for a while from the hospital. Um, Mm. I went to, I got my master's at Pepperdine out in California, and Mm -hmm. they were so great with accommodating me. I was able to Skype in from the hospital until the doctor gave me permission to finally fly out there. And so they kind of put my foot back together again with plates and screws and as best as they could. And I still needed more surgeries, but they said that I could go out there for graduate school and then come back in the summer for the rest of my surgeries. So my whole first year of my master's program, I was pretty much in a wheelchair. And my parents moved out to California so that I could go to graduate school. And, you know, they drove me around. They picked me up. They kind of did everything for me. So that was my first year of my master's program. And And so that night. And, Lauren, so you didn't ice skate anymore? No, uh, that was something that was really devastating for me, Mm. actually. Um, 
I still haven't been able to ice skate, but I'm I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. I'm moving to Boston in two weeks, and they have a bunch of rinks, and I'm, you know, I'm going to try, and we'll mm-hmm. kind of see what happens. But, they, you know, I came back, and they did more surgeries and put my foot together as best as they could, and they basically said, like, look, you know, your foot's been through so much trauma. I'm sorry that there's nothing else you can do, and they told me that I had a permanent disability, and that's when I just kind of, you know, hit rock bottom and totally lost it and stopped believing in myself and believing in everything. And so what was your health like, like your physical health outside of this? I mean, were you able to work out at all? No. So my physical health was awful. I had gained about 60 pounds, which was a lot for me. I'm I'm really little. I'm Mm 5'2", I'm petite. And so Mm -hmm. I had gained all this weight just from being bedridden from being in a wheelchair you know I was finally able to go to crutches but even then I couldn't do much and when I finally had permission to start walking again you know it was just in a walking boot but it was just so painful and I just wanted to get back to being the athletic person that I was but I was just in so much pain and I had lost all belief in myself you know once you go from being someone who's super athletic and in shape to barely being able to walk, it's really heartbreaking, and it just takes a toll on not just your physical health, but your emotional health. So where were you at when you met, when you came to Beachbody? I mean, what what was your mental state like? What was your physical state like? How did you connect to Beachbody? So, uh, (laughs) wow, both my mental state and physical state were probably the worst they've ever been. You know, I I didn't believe in myself. I had no idea if I was ever going to be able to truly walk again. I was going to physical therapy multiple times a week, just trying to relearn how to walk. But I knew that I, I wanted to lose all this weight I had gained. And so when I ordered my program online and was assigned a coach, I just had no belief in myself, and I was so unhappy. Like, I didn't even want to go on dates with my boyfriend. I was so unhappy with all the weight I had gained, and none of my clothes fit, and I was just miserable. And But, you know, my coach just kept checking in with me, and I kept saying, you know, the doctors haven't given me permission to work out yet. I'm still going to physical therapy. I'm still relearning how to walk. And so when I finally got permission from the doctors to start working out and I reached out to my coach, she was just so supportive and understanding and just checking in with me and what can I do to help you and and how can I make this easier for you? And so once she plugged me into her challenge group and everyone was so supportive and no one judged me, no one judged the fact that I couldn't work out every day like they could, no one judged me for having a disability, everyone just sort of accepted me and just took me for who I was, and that just meant so much to me. So really the Beachbody community is what was helping you get out of this. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I was so depressed. Like I said, I never wanted to leave my house. I was just miserable with who I had become after my accident. And so the community and the support with Beachbody is unlike anything I've ever seen before. I mean, the fitness programs are great, obviously, and the psychology is great. The financial support is great. I mean, financially, being a coach has helped me so much, and all of those things are amazing, and I could talk for an hour about each of those things, but (laughs) the community is just unlike anything I've ever seen. I've met some of my best friends through Beachbody, through being a coach. 
you know, women that I talk to every single day that constantly try to motivate and inspire others that are just really making this world a better place. And so, mm-hmm. like, immediately I was inspired to start coaching, and I just started sharing my story, and I slowly just started helping people. People loved my story and just believed in me. And so I've helped my boyfriend lose over 50 pounds. I've helped my mom lose 40 pounds. My dad lose over 30 pounds. And I remember my boyfriend turning to me at one point and saying, you know, I think you saved your dad's life because my dad is so overweight and has heart problems. And I always worried about my dad having a heart attack. And Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can help all the people in in the world, and, and I certainly absolutely love my challengers and, and all the people I've helped through that. But even just being able to help your family and the people you care about is so unreal. Um, you know, my whole family now talks in 21-day fix containers, and it's just awesome. Like, <laughs> I love that everyone is on board with me, and our lives are just so drastically different now. So paint the picture for me. You're moving to Boston to be an assistant professor. You're still going to keep coaching? Always. <laughs> okay. So for you, coaching has been kind of this great hobby. I mean, is it you think that one day it's going to take over, you know, your day job or, or do you just always want it in the background? You know, how does that look for you? I think that one day – it might. Um, I love teaching. Like, I absolutely love teaching. And teaching at the college level is just so cool. I get to help I get to help shape the minds of our up-and-coming generation, and it's something I'm really passionate about. But at the same time, I'm so passionate about coaching. And so with my new job, it's actually really awesome because I have five months off throughout mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like I get to be a full-time coach for five months, you know, and then be a part-time coach for the other seven months. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess we'll see, you know. I'm certainly pushing for rank goals, and this a bunch, I have a bunch of big goals. But right now I just absolutely love doing both, and it, it works out where I can. I mean, when people tell me that they don't have time for coaching, I kind of laugh because – I was able to get a Ph.D. and still coach and, you know, hit all these big goals and whatnot. And so it's really just about making it a priority. And if you love it, you make it a priority. And so it's something I love and it's something that will always be a part of my life. Whether I just coach one day, we'll see. <laughs> is, there, is there anything that you want to say to the doctors and nurses that said you may not even be able to walk after that accident? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I've kind of always been someone that if if you tell me I can't do something, like, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> and so, you know, I just, God, I can't even think of what I would want to say is that I feel like anyone can do anything that they set their minds to, and mm-hmm. especially with a strong support system. And so I don't think we should ever be telling people that, you know, they can't do things. Um, And I get that, you know, as doctors and whatever, that's their job is to be a realist and to tell people, you know, this might happen to you. You might not ever be able to walk. But I think that if you have a strong support system and a belief, a belief in yourself, that you can really do anything despite if you have a disability or not. You know, it sounds like there's the pre-Lauren, you know, before the accident and after the accident. Like, you're a different helper now. Like, the the way, the people that you attract to you now are people that you can help. Does that that kind of sum it up? 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm a 100% different person after Beachbody came into my life. Um, and I think that's what sort of attracts people to, like, reach out to me to be their coach is they say, like, you're so so real. I can relate to your story, you know. I I have this huge transformation story, and it's not all perfect, you know. It's not like I just started working out and lost all this weight. It's been a constant struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I'm in pain every day. And so just sharing that story openly mm-hmm. has inspired so many people. And so many people have just said, thank you for sharing this because I feel the same way, but it's hard to talk about. It's hard to open up about. And so just the belief in myself that Beachbody has given me through the community, through all the personal development, through everything, has 100% changed my life. And by using all that, I'm able to help change others' lives. And it's just unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's amazing. Well, Lauren, thank you so much. You know, when I met you in Punta Cana at the dinner table, I didn't know your story. I mean, you were just this adorable, bubbly, you know, enthusiastic coach, really happy to be here. And then when you started telling me about your story, I was like, you know, everybody has something, you know, it doesn't have to be a tragedy of an accident or a disease, but everybody has something where a change was made in their life and they can, it opens up more people that they can relate to. It opens up more interesting facts about themselves. You know, you, you know yourself more, you know yourself better and it was, it sounds like it was incredibly empowering for you to rise above you know, the the naysayers that say yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't walk or work out and now you're moving cross-country to get a dream job and you're still going to coach. And it just Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I tell people all the time, like, there is no perfect person. You know, everyone has issues. Everyone has something. And so being able to, to do these programs and to modify and to show people that anyone can do this. You know, I've lost 56 pounds so far with my journey, and my journey is not over. My journey is a continual journey each day. And so just being able to show people that that anyone can do this is just super empowering to be part of that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lauren. And it was so great meeting you in Punta Cana and getting to know you more on this call. Um, I'm going to end with the Beachbody Disclaimer. Oh, and I'll 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 give you the floor after I do the disclaimer. Beachbody does not guarantee any level of success or income from the Team Beachbody Coach Opportunity. Each coach's income depends on his or her own efforts, diligence, and skill. Lauren, did you want to close with something? I think I said most of everything I wanted to say, but I just want people to know that. Everyone can live a healthy and fulfilling life, even if you have a disability. And it's really just about finding that community, that support system of people who are going to believe in you. So if there's anything that I can take away from coaching, it's that I want to help people believe in themselves again, because when I didn't believe in myself, my coach believed in me. That's great. That is just great. I just got chills. Um, (laughs) Good luck to you on your move and and your success in your future. And I think I'm going to see you at Summit, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I hope we bump into each other. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.